Welcome to the Get With It podcast. I will be your host, Elizabeth. This podcast will focus on the decline of women in technology and how our grassroots organization works with the community to foster relationships and reducing the gap of women in tech. We will be talking with both men and women on how to continue to move the needle forward on those relationships. For more information, please check us out at getwitit.org. Hello, and welcome to the Get Witted Podcast. We are in 2019. Whoop, whoop. This is our first broadcast, January 7th, 2019. I'm super excited to have my guest co-host, Larry. Uh, hello again. Hi. And quick question, is it a broadcast or a podcast? It's a podcast. <laughs> and Larry, as you all know, works with me at... XP Software. Oh, we got to give our boy Rao a shout out. Boop, boop, Rao. Mr. Rao to you. Mr. Rao. <laughs> I know, I call him Mr. Rao. Um, and today's guest, which we're super excited to talk to, and I'm going to screw it up, so let's just all be prepared. Larry will correct me. Alicia Odie. Nice. You did it. Oh my god, Good I get job. it. Small round of applause. Oh my golf, god. Golf clap. Oh, Darren, we need to get like sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and if you remember from the past two episodes, Darren air quotes doesn't really here. exist. Yeah, it doesn't really exist, but uh, we include him a lot. Mm -hmm. So, gosh, Rev 1, we're in a new room. We got these fancy chairs. I love them. We may, we need to get Mr. Rao to get chairs and like this. Or well, we could just take them on the way out. That's true. We could. We're <laughs> right by the front doors. <laughs> we're going to need you to look the other okay. way. Yeah, put it in the budget. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, girl. How are you? How was your holiday? Terrific. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Took a week off. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah, you need that week off. Yeah. You do. All right. So, yay, 2019. Awesome. Any, um, what do they call those? New Year's resolutions? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just to survive another year figure out what high school my kid's gonna go to that's the big thing oh, on my mind god oh is that like a thing it's a thing really yeah you don't live like in a school district well we live in columbus so there's lots of options oh yeah that's definitely lots of a options thing. not to choose <laughs> it's that's really a it's really a, a white list of what schools do you want to go yeah to where for. where do you go our home school's whetstone um, we're looking at Metro, which is right down the road here. Um, we're looking at um, Columbus Alternative and Centennial. So two traditional schools, two lottery-type schools. Yeah. Wow. That's a thing, eh? Yeah, that's a thing. Us country folk, we only got one school. <laughs> and it's how to tip cows. It is. <laughs> we should see the stuff these kids drive to school these days. I live out in Atna. Okay. Yeah. John so. Deere tractors? Oh, my God. Pretty much close. Those big round tires. Yeah. Like, oh. that can go mud slinging. Oh, yeah. Mudding? Yeah. I had to buy my first pair of camos. Um, leggings, <laughs> jogging pants. Darren, don't look at me like that. We're a little more urban than that. My kid knows how to ride the bus. <laughs> oh, all right. There we go. Well, <laughs> I, um, I coach soccer, uh -huh. and I had on my camo... Running pants are like yoga pants, but they're cam pink camo nonetheless. Pink camo. And um, I had a parent tell me I looked good. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm in camo. <laughs> Come on. So, all right. Girl, what's up? A lot. Yeah? 2019 is going to be a great year. Fantastic. Well, tell us all about yourself. Yeah, so I, um, I've actually... I'm probably the longest tenured person here now at Rev One, so oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the old one. See if we had a clappy thing, yep. I could clap for her. <laughs> I actually got involved back in 2010. I was in the midst of career change, and I started as a part-time event coordinator for the Innovation Awards. So if you've been around Columbus for a while, in the kind of technology scene, you may have gone to the Innovation Awards. It was like the the Grammys for technology companies and tech-enabled companies. And I did that and some other stuff um, for a couple of years. And then I was thinking it was probably time to settle down into something full-time again. And Tom Walker, our CEO, was hired in 2012. Completely changed the organization. Instead of membership, it was more focused on venture development. And it just seemed like a really exciting 
opportunity. I had to look up venture capital when he first came because it wasn't really the focus and it wasn't something I was really familiar with. We need a definition. A ve- definition of venture capital? Mm-hmm. I'll look it up for you too. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally need a definition. Google that, Larry. VC, venture capital. Yep. And um, I was really excited about helping connect entrepreneurs with really amazing technology ideas uh, with resources and helping helping them to grow their companies. And so even though my background is in the nonprofit arts and not actually in building for-profit companies, Tom found a place for me here as a full-time staff person in 2013. And I, you know, have been here this whole time helping to figure out how does Rev1 serve its mission of helping entrepreneurs build companies. Um, I went from something having to do with event coordination to director of marketing to director of programs. And now I am the senior director of entrepreneur inclusion programs. So it's, it's you been got all that a on your lot resume? of fun. <laughs> yep. Well, it's all on LinkedIn. Who could, I mean, you know. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so you help startups. Yes, we help startups. There you go, Larry. Yeah, startups. Larry. Do you know Larry? I do know Larry. Yeah. Larry used to be in this building. Yeah. yeah. Larry used to be in this building. This is what I called home for a while. Yeah. yeah. Larry's the startup man. Startup aficionado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starts them up and, and shuts them down. Shuts them down. <laughs> I love it. So that's exciting. So you got lots going on here at Rev1. Mm-hmm. Larry's old company is here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Script. Script, script drop. Script yeah. drop. Script drop. I, for whatever reason, I'm on a college drop script. For whatever reason. I don't know. <laughs> I mean. What can I say? It's your thing. The botched name. Exactly. Are, you know, it's kind of what you do. It is. I just take something and just change it totally. <laughs> so, here now, 2019, what are the goals? For the pro, say it again, program inclusion? Entrepreneur and inclusion programs. Entrepreneur and inclusion programs. Do you have like a little acronym for that? Or? No. <laughs> oh, all right. Maybe you should make one. ETA? <laughs> no. Okay. <All> right. <laughs> so we're working on, so I also oversee front end deal flow. So the, the person who makes that first contact with entrepreneurs who come into into our pipeline via who the website. Who are these entrepreneurs? So, so we serve entrepreneurs that are building tech-enabled high-growth companies. So tech-enabled um, is not just IT. It is advanced materials, alternative energy, agriculture and food science, um, and oats. bioscience. Toasted oats, right? Yeah, 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 toasted oat. Uh, our food, one of our food science companies, toasted oats. Yep. Yeah. Is it toasted oat or? It's toasted oat. Okay. Oat. Singular. No s. Yeah. No, no s. And don't it's, be singular. It's a proprietary uh, gluten-free granola. It's like a soft granola. It kind of tastes like a crumbled-up cookie. It's really good. We really like it when she comes to meetings because Erica always <laughs> brings samples. <laughs> And are you sure it tastes good? I'm delicious. Well, oatmeal, oats are ten, are gluten free anyway. I mean, right. So it does taste like you're eating dessert. Okay. Yeah, it's I really bought, good. I'll just have to believe you because you didn't bring us any. Yeah, I bought a I box didn't. of frozen hamburgers and had gluten free on it. I had to Google it. It's like, am I being duped? But I guess hamburgers are already gluten free. I don't know. That's what it said. Yeah. So we might they might be using it as marketing tactics. Okay. Well, no, Erica actually has celiac <laughs> disease, and, uh, but this is based on a, a recipe from her grandmother, but everything's done in the certified gluten-free facility. Excuse me. If you have celiac, um, you truly cannot come into contact with gluten. You can't breathe it or anything like that. It, wow. Well, it really messes up your, your insides. Wait, wait, if you have celiac disease? Yep, celiac disease. How like, do you even survive? Uh, very carefully. Huh. So yeah, we love toasted oat. We love Erica and we love her product. So she has just this one product? So far, yeah, but she's um, in Whole Foods and other stores. She's really, she's working on getting that product on as many shelves as possible mm. right now. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. But she's got several flavors, but yeah, all the same. Several same flavors, same. okay. I always call it oatmeal. It's not oatmeal, it's granola. But it's really soft and squishy and chewy like oatmeal. Oh, okay. Do you heat it up? You could, actually, and okay. she has recipes where you can bake with it. It's yummy. It's good on ice cream. 
Oh, that does sound good. Oh, damn. Some ice cream right now sounds good. <laughs> you know, I just read that Prime Now is delivering Jenny's Pints. So Prime wow. Now. Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime now, now is now delivering Jenny's Where Pints. Is I just got that email. Echo when I need it. <laughs> Bring me some Jenny's ice cream. Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget you got to say Alexa first. Yeah. yeah. Now everybody who's listening to this podcast is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Like, damn it. Alexa, order me some paper towels. There we go. So if anybody's listening to it in the speaker. We got you some paper towels. <laughs> okay. So, well, that's exciting. That's cool. What are other examples? Other examples of companies? Are uh, these considered innovative ideas? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, one of the things, um, there has to be a technology component. So, either straight up tech or tech enabled. So, um, the Tosado would be an example of a tech enabled process where okay. she's designed a, a kind of a proprietary process to create something. And, yeah, a lot, most of what we're doing is helping companies build brand new products. So, about half of our companies are IT, do a lot of software service based companies, um, mostly selling most of our products. Most of our companies are, are B2C, or I'm sorry, B2B. So, a lot of enterprise software solutions. Okay. Um, and then the other half would be life sciences, medical devices, the advanced materials, energy, et cetera. Okay. Okay. So a wide variety. So you have a wide range going on here. A pretty wide mm-hmm. range. Um, we, we help really early stage companies as well. So we're a little unusual. So if you are in the concept stage where you haven't built a product yet, you're our perfect customer. I'm engrossed because um, you, I'm back to the oats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back to the oat. I'm back to the oat. Uh-huh. It's a lady. Yeah. It's a lady. It is a lady. Yeah, a lady. Erica. Yeah. Erica, if you're listening right now, we want some oats. So, lady innovator, uh-huh. she has celiac disease, decides that she is going to make a product for people that have the same issues. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many women is that the case? I don't know. How many women here is that the case? That have celiac or no, no, making no. products? Oh, making products like innovation. Like right. she well, to me would be an innovative. Innovate, yes, maybe um, not on the technical side, but in leadership mm-hmm. and right, right, and at least going through from raising money and mm-hmm. capital from a VC standpoint. Right. Yep. But even on the innovate or on the technical side, I'm sure she's very active in making sure her website is i'm assuming she has a website yeah i'm on it right now Mm. oh are you on it right now yeah damn nice job i just ordered you something thank you i'm just (laughs) did you order it through alexa yeah um (laughs) so i mean from that point she probably is a full-time you know she's probably involved in the it the design yeah from everything from the yeah, I would up. think, the packaging. Right? Yeah, for her, a lot of it's about you know, the packaging and the positioning. How do you appeal to consumers? How do you appeal to your channel partners, which is Whole Foods and, and other grocery stores? Yep. Man, don't take offense to this in the room, <laughs> Darren and Larry. But I feel like that would be like a, a woman's thing to be hands into all parts of the process. So we expect all of our entrepreneurs to be that way. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, we, we help entrepreneurs build companies. We don't build the company for them. So we give entrepreneurs the tools and the resources and the knowledge to help them create their products and, um, get them to market and raise capital and build a board and all those really important things. But we do expect them to do that work themselves. So you're just like a resource, like a support system. We're a resource. And, you know, so every entrepreneur has a dedicated Revlon advisor who is really kind of in that with them, step by step, helping them out, giving them guidance. And then we have a mentor network and we have service providers and then we have learning labs, which is something one of the programs that I I would be really good as a Revlon person. I could be like, this is shit. But see, we don't do that. We don't do that. We actually, we are really big on market validation. Oh, 
Okay. So they let the market tell you that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't say yeah, the yeah, market no. tells you. So what we Damn always <laughs> what we what we say is like we're not celebrity judges. We're usually not your target market, right? So you have to go out there and talk to potential customers and find out if they like your product. We really um, and actually, that's one of the reasons our um, inclusion numbers are so good. As of mid-year in 20, last year, 2018, about 45% of our clients were women. Um, about 23% of our portfolio companies were led by women. And one of the reasons that, and, and we, we are across the board, score pretty well as far as diversity goes, about 50% at each stage of the pipeline, give or take 5%. We are serving either women, minority, or veteran founders. One of the reasons we're able to do that is we are as objective as possible, right? It's not, do we like the entrepreneur? I mean, obviously, we have to like the entrepreneur. We have to, they have to be coachable. We have to be able to work with them. But we don't decide if their product is a good idea. We let the market do that. So we really try to take as unbiased an approach as we can. Like the oats. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like those. Are you hungry? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know you if I'm hungry, but steel cut oats. <laughs> I just I'm fascinated by the oats. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a it, it kind of caught me off guard when I first seen it because um you know, I I had the impression of like for everyone investing in companies that are you know, software or mm-hmm. technical or maybe medical. And then here's toasted oat. Mm-hmm. It kind of kind of sticks out a little bit, mm-hmm. and it does in two ways. One, uh, led by what's her name, Erica. 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 So female, and then also a little bit different than what I'm used to seeing. I guess from my small viewing angle of uh, what Revlon yeah. invests in. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, and there's there's a lot of interest in the VC space um, with food. Snacking is a really big thing. There's all whole conferences about new snacks. You know, um, new snack conference. N- new, n- yeah, like <laughs> what are the new and upcoming snacks? Because <laughs> listen to this, like where do I go? <laughs> where do we go I mean, that conference? I'm, I'm actually reading a book right now that's talking about how America has Americans are like really into snacking all the time, and we eat all the time all day at work. We have a guy at work. His name is Min. He he eats all the time yeah and how we're like get offended if people are like you can't eat here we're like yeah we can yeah and i was thinking about that so i'm hypoglycemic i have low blood sugar and i have to have a morning snack and i remember i used to be like i'm working i just have to eat because if i don't i'll get sick and like that was my professional life until about six years ago and now it's like nobody cares if i eat they're all eating too yeah so anyway so we are big snackers there's a lot of Innovation and technology going into Shoot, snacks. Businesses that have bars right in them that exactly. they just work and drink exactly. at the same time. So yeah, you you um, it's it's an area where there's there's a lot of interest um, in kind of the technology behind snacking. How is it packaged? How is it processed? You know, um, one of our investment uh, staff went to a snacking conference, a food conference in. New York City, I think earlier this summer, <laughs> and his his thing is everything's puffed now. Like people think if it's puffed, it's somehow healthy. I'm hmm. like, well, it's no, it's actually super processed. It's like it's as processed as you can get, but I guess because people think it's full of air, it must not have a lot of calories, so it's healthy. We should take Rao yeah. to one of these snacking <laughs> conferences. Yeah. Chips, chips. <laughs> But puffed no, they got to be puffed or something. I mean, you know, chips are like really blasé. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you can, there's chips. no technology behind chips. I have to tell you when, um, s- since we're on snacking, when Wow Chips came out, oh, which was no. like when? In the eight- 90s. Late it 80s? was in the 90s. The 90s? The, when everything had to be fat free or you were going to die. Yeah. Wow chips. Wow chips. Yeah. And then you ate wow oh, chips I and then you were this. running to the bathroom because wow, they <laughs> went right that. through you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. 3D Doritos. I remember those. You remember mm-hmm. those? Yeah. Those. Yeah. Those are great. They need to bring those back. I don't know. I don't know about that. But I just I just know that a snacking conference might be right up our alley. Yeah. For you, at least. <laughs> I mean, but I'm not a big snacker. I, I'm not really a big snacker either. I'm more of a meal person, but. But I would just go watch people. Dads I would definitely eat intriguing. some snacks. I mean, I'll, I would too. Yeah, but. Some peanuts, mm-hmm. watch some people. Toasted mm-hmm. oat. Toasted oat. <laughs> some granola. <laughs> Chewy granola. Too bad we don't have a commercial for Erica. We could have. I know. This is toasted, the Erica podcast. Yeah. So. We could have toasted oated her her, <laughs> her product for yeah. her. Live on the podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah. Taste test. So, all right. So you're doing all this at Rev One. Mm-hmm. How many people, when I think of this, how many entrepreneurs you got going at one time? So we have um, usually between 100 and 120 active clients. Shut the front door. <laughs> yeah. Where are all these people? Well, about 45 of the companies are here in the building. In the building? Yeah. How? They're not this... This, I mean, this building's big, but it's 45? Yeah. About, well, there's space. about 50 companies. Yeah, there's about 50 companies total. That includes Rev1, uh, SciTech, which is our landlord. They actually manage this whole area, the Science and Technology Campus. We have Tech Elevator and IC Stars, two of our workforce development partners. Safe Light Autoglass has their corporate innovation office here. And um, Bunker Labs is also located in our co-working space. And then we have our co-working. So, yeah, about 50 companies, um, about 45, 44 of those are are, our engaged clients. And then the others are out in the community, right? And then we have, we also have a portfolio that we manage. So some of those may be officially engaged. Some of them were still have a relationship, but they've kind of moved on beyond our services. So we're busy, really busy. Yeah, no, no shit busy. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. Okay. What's the pipeline like? What's uh, what's the process of going from, you know, outside of Rev One, yep. maybe getting invested in, or that process? So we get from our from our website um, and referrals over five hundred inquiries a year. Of those, about three two fifty to three hundred are qualified, which means they. Um, at first glance, they look like they are technology or tech-enabled products, and they're within the central higher region. So we get on a phone. We get on the phone with about 250 companies a year, and if there, we think there might be something there, we invite them to Customer Learning Lab. We invite about 125 companies Customer Learning Lab, 125 to 130, and that is um, a three-day kind of product market boot camp. It takes place over two weeks where we teach people how to conduct early market research. From there, we'll engage in about, and so if, if, if the market says, yeah, there, there's something here, people are responding well, and it, it does really fit within the work that we do, we'll engage with them. We engage in about, this year we'll actually engage in over 40 companies, which is really high for us. We typically engage with about 35 companies. About two-thirds of those come from customer learning from Customer Learning Lab. The rest come from referrals. They may be beyond that initial product market boot camp. They already have a product in the market. They already have paying customers, that type of thing. So we add about 35 to 40 companies to our engaged client roster every year. About that many roll off. We're constantly looking at who are we working with. You know, is it still a fit? Are they still around? I mean, the risk, you know, of going out of business is really high in this business. Um, and then we engage... We, uh, Invest this year will invest in over 30 companies, which is again is a lot. Um, we were actually just recently named the most seventh most active seed investor in the U.S. In the U.S. In the U.S. In the U.S. So we do a lot of deals. Yeah, we do a lot of deals. Um, about is half of those you get your. This is awful. Is that how you get the money to help? Like Rev One's not giving money right well we so we invest so we have um our we manage funds where we have partners that invest in those funds with us we also um, receive money from the ohio third frontier from the state developmental services agency and then we have a large roster of corporate partners and we manage a couple of corporate funds as well okay yeah okay so you have kind of it coming. Yeah, and in. we're actually, we're a nonprofit. Uh, Rev1 is a 501c3, and we manage for-profit funds. So we invest like a VC, but our services are run like a nonprofit. Okay. Okay. Okay, I feel better now. <laughs> is, it, is it all making sense to you? I mean, I was ready to, like, come up with a product and, like... Well, that's how it goes. You go through... the store, like, hey! <laughs> go through the three-day boot camp, yep. see if there's a product market fit. And then you never know, at the end of that tunnel might be some investment dollars for you. After a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to dumb it down and make it seem like it's easy. but Yeah, you really, yeah, you're making it seem like it's all shits and giggles. Yeah, well, we're not the only people here at 6.30 on a Tuesday night, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is true. What about um, in terms of is the, the perfect candidate someone that, is in those beginning stages or is it somebody that uh, 
already has validation, maybe some customers? Um, or really, is there no anywhere in between. So. Mm-hmm. But to come to Customer Learning Lab, you have to have at least talk to some people, right? You can't just say, I have an idea, let's test it. You have to have talked to some potential, you know, at least a few potential customers. You have to have done some basic market research, right? You have to speak to what's already out there, what's the competition, what's the state of the market that you're looking to get into. But that's, that's, it's, that's a fairly, I mean, it's fairly low bar. There aren't a lot of um, institutional investors that work with companies that early. But since we launched the Rev1 Fund 1 a couple years ago, we actually have a lot more seed money to deploy. So we do work more. That's where the the companies that don't go through Customer Learning Lab, they're the ones that have have customers. They have some staff. They've got a product in the market. They've got some recurring revenue. Um, it's, It's really great to have the resources to work with those companies as well. Now, I know the answer for this question is going to be it depends, but like let's say you go through customer learning lab and you do this like what is what what could be the range of a deal or something that you might work through with rev one if you if you go through all that mm-hmm. that due di- not really due diligence because that's a separate term yep. but uh, you go through all that work customer learning yep. lab and it looks great and it looks like wow, it looks like you're going to be a, a good company. What would a deal look like from Revlon? Um, so it depends. No, right, right. it depends. <laughs> um, if if we think that you're ready, you know, sometimes we'll say this is looking promising, but you need to do this list of things, you know, and then come back to us. And we do. We see companies come back after six anywhere from six months to a year or two. They'll come back and say, "Okay, here's where we're at now." Um, but we just sign an engagement letter. There's no there's no cost for our services. Um, if you're engaged with Revlon, you have free access to mentors and service providers such as lawyers. I mean, you'll have to pay your lawyers and your mm-hmm. accountants and things like that, but you get discounted services from vetted service providers. You attend all the learning labs for free. You get your, your Rev1 advisors. So it's like, I think we, we price that out as anywhere between like two hundred dollars to $400,000 worth of services that a company can get from us. Obviously, if we engage with you, most likely we see that there may be a path to investment. Mm-hmm. So there is a pipeline. We do not invest in everybody we engage with, but we're doing it as a, as a way to work through, is this a candidate for investment? So that's, that's, you know, at the end of the day, we're trying to make good investments so that we and our partners get financial return. Right. So and the whole process is designed to de-risk that. I mean, we're, we play in a very risky investment space. Early. Everything, everything is very much designed to de-risk that as much as possible. So we're looking for entrepreneurs that are coachable, that are knowledgeable, but are willing to accept help. Right? That can do the work, can work the twelve-hour days, and you know, sacrifice a lot of their personal lives to to build a business. Yeah. Is there is there any particular trends that you're seeing here recently that, like maybe in certain industries that mm-hmm. are getting or is easier? I don't want to say easier because I don't want it to seem like, oh, maybe if you change your mm-hmm. company to this. But is there certain trends that you're seeing now that RevOne is investing in a lot of companies? So the our deal flow is pretty indicative of kind of activity in the region. So we have a lot of data analytics and decision support. A lot of those companies are built to serve to serve the financial services firms or the insurance industry. We we manage a fund for state auto, so we're getting a lot of insurance deals that way. We have a very robust partnership with um, J.M. Smucker, um, which is in Orville, Ohio. Like the peanut the butter, jelly, the jelly. Yeah, we actually source um, startups for them to look at for potential partnerships. Do you th- is it jelly, jelly and peanut butter? Yeah, I mean they're looking for kind of more disruptive ideas, but yeah, all food, <laughs> lots of food. Strawberry so, yeah. jelly is phenomenal. I'm more of a great. Are you? Yeah. I, I like things like apricot and plum or peach. Oh man, you're going way out there, girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so anyway, so it. So, and then we also get a lot of. We have a lot of spinouts from our research partners, so Ohio State, Ohio Health, Nationwide Children's. Um, Nationwide Children's is actually becoming very well known for gene therapy, um, and we've had. There's been a lot of good activity there, like genes, like in your body. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We were talking about food. We could go to denim. You never I know. know. <laughs> I don't know. You got to I want to keep things open. <laughs> got to be able to store the food in your denim jeans. Exactly. <laughs> or you can't get your denim jeans on because Wait, you ate too yeah. much of the food. <laughs> you need expandable jeans. There you go. See, she's got a product already. 
think they're called jeggings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wow. So, Didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry, I got so distracted by the food the and jeans and the jam and the jams and jellies. Going on. <laughs> yeah. So what? I'm sorry. What hospital was that with? Nationwide um, Children's. Children's. Mm-hmm. They have a they have a lot of gene therapy coming out of their their research institute. Phenomenal hospital. Yeah, by it way. is. It is fantastic. Although we did, I'll never forget. My son was well. This is a long time ago because he's 14 and he wasn't yet a year. Uh, he had croup. And we called the doctor. She had listened to him breathe over the phone. It was like 9.30 at night. She goes, go to the children's. It's January. She's like, pack a snack. And I was like, really? Are you mm-hmm. sh- really? We got home at 7 a.m. the next day. <laughs> so, so funny. But that's before they read. I mean, this was like they were in the middle of construction. There was, you know, oh, you were yeah. sitting in like the tiny. How old was your this son? Oh, this was 14 years ago. Okay. So I have a 12-year-old and a 7-year-old. Yeah. And my seven-year-old was premature, so mm-hmm. medical conditions up the ass mm-hmm. since the day he was born. And he was maybe six months old, got the croup. Dead of winter, <laughs> right? Yep. It's like January, dead yep. of winter. And it's 11 o'clock at night, and I'm like, this little shit, I'm going to have to take him to the <laughs> damn hospital. You know, loving mother that I am. <laughs> right, right. So I bundled them up through in four-wheel drive. I had to have my husband stay with the other one because yep. she was only five. Yep. And I bust through t- to children's, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to put him on this little breathing machine. You might as well get a blanket and a pillow because you're going to be here forever. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding. <laughs> yeah, our treatment didn't take long. It was just waiting for the treatment. I thought I was going to run out of diapers. I was like, forget the food. Like, where's, where's the, diaper the diaper store? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I remember driving home like five hours later <laughs> in a snowstorm, yep. an ice storm, thinking to myself, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. This is some bullshit. <laughs> and sure enough, nationwide, I mean, they were lovely. Yeah. And they were like, here, do you want the TV on? What do you, I was like, I guess coffee. Yeah. Who can, gonna... Yeah. Who's going to sleep? Yeah. So with An the uncomfortable barky, yeah, exactly. situation. Yeah. So I feel your pain. I've yep. been there with you. Yep. But super nice. Oh, yeah. Fantastic hospital. <laughs> we're, we're lucky to have them here. They're, I they're don't want to visit them. No, no. I don't ever want to go there hospital. again. <laughs> yeah, no. I had to go with a family member to the James Cancer Center. I was like, this is a lovely place. I hope I never come back exactly, here. Exactly, right? You're just like, this is really nice, but you all are really nice. <laughs> but I hope I never see you again. Yeah. yeah. So, so I feel you on that. Going back to this whole the topic one. at hand, yeah, yeah, I know, the, right? We got so easily distracted. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just looking it's at like a squirrel runs by, right. and I get off topic. So the whole diversity and inclusion. I know you mm-hmm. say you have the process of that's kind of like uh, anonymizes the experience. Yeah. But what things outside of mm-hmm. that? Um, after, you know, are there other? I guess you don't want to call them measures, but you know what? Yeah, what happens? metrics. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you've probably all seen. Um, being involved with women in tech that, and I, I mean, this was part of my presentation at the conference that diverse teams perform better. Like the business metrics for teams that have gender diversity, racial diversity are all across the board better if you're diverse. So when I, you know, I, I talked about how we try to de-risk the business creation as much as possible for, for us, we also see that see building diverse teams and helping entrepreneurs build diverse teams as a key strategy. So a lot of our diversity and inclusion work is around helping to build diverse leadership teams. Um, Laura Zotter, who is the director of talent services, uh, works with all of our um, spin outs from our um, institutional partners like Nationwide, Ohio Health and OSU. Um, She works with a lot of those to place executive talent. She's actively worked to diversify that network as much as possible. We have so we have goals with how diverse our executive placements are. We're working, um, you know, our companies like every company in the United States is experiencing a tech talent shortage. Mm -hmm. You know, unemployment in Columbus is extremely low. So we're working on ways to help create a talent pipeline, a tech talent pipeline, pipeline that is also diverse. It's something that is, you know, a lot of communities, Columbus included, are really thinking about innovation economies and how do you provide low barrier to entry for everyone. So wage gap, the wage gap 
between uh, African-American, for example, families and white families is huge. It's like 11,000 in net worth versus over 100,000 in net worth. Wow. And so that causes a lot of systemic issues like you don't have friends and family that can give you $100,000 if, you know, you're part of the, the group of people that doesn't have institutional or and generational wealth. So we see uh, not just building a tech talent pipeline, but trying to work with partners to upskill or reskill diverse individuals to provide entry into the innovation economy via developer positions. So technical talent. Wow. That was a very long-winded way of answering that question. Not no, at all. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. I got you. Yeah. So we're, you know, a lot, we're, Laura and I work very closely, obviously, on this, and she oversees our talent programs. And I oversee our um, inclusion in- initiatives. So we're actively, you know, talking to potential partners, um, getting, you know, out in the community, um, you know, where where are the current diverse developers? Where are they? Do they want to work for startups? Is there a way for us to talk to different groups of people about working for a startup? Is that maybe a potential career move for people? But then also with partners like... Risk. Hmm? What, working for a startup? Yeah. It risk. is a risk. It is. Yeah. It so is it's not risk. for everybody. It's not for everybody. Not everybody has a temperament. Not everybody has the financial stability to take the risk. But if you do, it can be really rewarding. I mean, Rev1 functions a lot like a startup. It's less risky financially. But being able to get in there, create, you know, we're, we're creating new, th- new products for our customers all the time. Um, our customers being the entrepreneurs. Um, we're constantly evolving. We're always testing new things and new ideas. Like, we're never happy to just say, okay, we, we build it. Now let's just maintain. But not everybody's built for that, right? Um, so we're not only thinking about where are the current developers. Um, I mean, a lot of our startups are really looking for not entry-level develop, development talent. So we have to be looking broadly. But we're also talking to people like IC Stars and Tech Elevator who are upskilling or reskilling individuals and working with startups to see how can we help make matches between maybe a junior developer, but a junior developer that's really well, you know, is able to accelerate quickly. That could be a good fit for a startup. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the, uh, the age old problem within a startup, right? They yeah. want the 20 something year old with 10 years of experience. Yeah. So they- <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cause you want to pay them less, but you want them to be able to come yep. in and work, you know, hit the ground running. Yeah. So they want you. I don't fall in the bracket of getting paid less. <laughs> so they don't want me. <laughs> oh, Larry. But it can be a great opportunity for someone. So, so say, you know, someone um, is going through Tech Elevator or IC Stars. They're starting a new part of their career. Working for a startup for a year or two can really accelerate your professional development, right? You can get a lot of experience in that amount of time. So, and, you know, those, those partners do a lot of aptitude testing and evaluative candidates. So they know this, this person might be a fit, this person might not. Um, and we have, I think, about eight tech elevator graduates in the building now working for companies and at least a couple of IC, IC stars graduates have been placed with our companies. So I uh, worked with a young man at OSGO and he, we've talked about him on those podcasts and he went and I encouraged him to go to tech elevator yeah. and, um, he took a job with the startup. Like they immediately hired him. Yeah. Um, he's phenomenal. We should look into getting him. <laughs> Actually we should, I should reach out to him. And, um, yeah, he said he had nothing to lose because he was living off of the fiance. <laughs> I mean, he was like, you know what? Might as well. I might as well take this jump and see what happens. Yep. They weren't married yet. No kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. like he he could do it. Yeah, you got to take advantage of that while you can. Oh, yeah, right. for sure. That Those days are long gone for me. Yeah. Right. But Larry but keeps having kids. He's got four. It's a calculated <laughs> move now. Like, if I'm going to do something that has to be greater, uh, equal to or greater. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, two. You should have done. <laughs> you have four. Stop Yeah, four. It, may, it makes everything worth it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Not at all. They can overtake you. But, yeah, you're outnumbered now. Yeah, I'm out, exactly. outnumbered. But, um, you know, if you, if you train them up nice. That's true. <laughs> That's true. 
But going back to the startup, like uh, working for a startup or a smaller company, mm-hmm. I think that's actually the best thing you can do when it not only as a developer or mm-hmm. anything like that, but you get to wear so many hats yeah. and you get to do everything from talking to customers. Maybe you're restarting a server one day mm-hmm. to buying coffee the next. So it's like yep. just a accelerated way of picking up a bunch of skills. So I, I do encourage that for people. If they're just starting out, join a startup. You get to work with the business. You'll get to yep. understand things that are more. Larry loves the startup world. Yeah, I like it from like an arm's length away. <laughs> I've had my fair share, and I think I'm more of a bootstrapped guy. But you know, um, startups arm's length away. I still like to be in the community, mix, yeah. mix around and mingle. But I don't, I don't think I could do another one. So you're in it right now. Uh, are we really? It's it's a. It's not really. So a we work for Speed Software. Uh-huh. And there's like what <laughs> six employees in the Columbus office. <laughs> that's that's what. <laughs> there's other offices with more employees. Well, so there are small weird. businesses that aren't startups, right? I mean, yeah, this not. is a this stable is a, business. Yeah. This is a stable business. You ever you ever looked at your bank account, run, wondering if you're going to make payroll the next week? That's a startup. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know that. Uh-huh. That's a real startup. No, this is a small business. Wouldn't you say small business? Yeah, it's a small business. Yeah. So Rao has Kentucky, uh, Kentucky, here. Columbus, Poland. India. Poland. India. Yeah, okay. all over the so, place. It's a small international business. <laughs> there we go. That sounds so shady, doesn't it? I love it. There, but, we got the plug in. Yeah, we we did get the experience. Oh, my God. I was like, plug speed. <laughs> we've been doing good. This is three episodes that we've done it. Um, we have. And we've gotten we've gotten our speed out there. <laughs> Out into the to the atmosphere. Yeah, Kevin is coming on the show. Data scientist. Data scientist. He'll be too smart for me. I'll have to like look up every single word yep. he says. I'm sure of it. He used to study black holes. Yeah. And stuff. So yeah, I don't think he's way too smart for you me. You might have to put on a YouTube video for that one. I might. I might. <laughs> I have one ear listening to how to communicate with Kevin, <laughs> with a rocket scientist. <laughs> He's literally a rocket yeah. scientist. Doesn't he? He's got like an astronaut award in his damn office. He has a lot of stuff in that office, I, all yeah. the way down to his fish flip flops. Yeah, he does wear <laughs> fish flops. He might grace us with his fish flops, Darren. So I want to go back to women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of. The yeah, point, that's right? like my <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. So we got Erica. Mm-hmm. We got Amanda Way. Yeah. Do you we've know got, Amanda? Yep. Okay. We've got Rachel Angel. Rachel Angel with the Nexus. Oh my God, that's I love that name, Rachel Angel. Yeah, she's fantastic. Oh my God, that's an awesome. She's name. a pharmacist that created an HR app to mm. connect high school students with employment opportunities. I thought she was going to say drugs. No. <laughs> <laughs> We have uh, Nicole Widener with Maven View, and they do data analytics stuff that I don't understand. Oh, that's us. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else do we have? We have Ashley and Lindsay with Speedwell and Yarrow, which is Speedwell and Yarrow are companion plants. It's very interesting. They're companion plants? Well, then the Speedwell and Yarrow in the name, that's, that's why it's named Speedwell and Yarrow. They are creating a uh, kind of a electronic concierge or electronic, you know, um, an an app that will help you manage your life. And they're approaching HR departments of large corporate. How is that managing your life? Well, basically, so it does things like you, you put all this information in. So you, all your family's birthdays and your anniversary and, you know, your kids' schedules and all this. And this AI is like, hey, so-and-so's birthday is coming up. I'm going to go buy this for them. Or, you know, so basically trying to do, they're trying to decrease the mental load of busy professionals. Is that a live app right now? They're, um, yeah. <laughs> right? I they're, that. they're doing beta testing right now with a few customers. Do they want to test it on me? They, that, they might. I'll let them know. Will you let them know? Yeah. Between get with it, job, two kids that play sports, uh-huh. soccer coach. I, yeah, that's exactly what I yeah. need. I, yeah. We all need our mental load reduced a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm getting pinged right now about like all sorts of stuff. And uh-huh. I'm just like, Meh. you ignore it. This I do. It's, it is. It's awful. Yep. We're a society of more, more, more. I'm like that, though. Wow. <laughs> you help create this society. I know, really. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What's the app called? Uh, it's Speedwell and Yarrow. Speed. Speedwell and Yarrow. Yarrow. Oh, Yarrow. Yarrow. Like Y A R O. Y A R R O W. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. So that's the okay. company. I don't know if that's the app name or not. They're very, oh, very okay. early. Oh, okay. So, put my name out there. I'll put your name on the list. My right behind mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let them. Let them know. They can come on the podcast and promote it. Who else? Let's see. Who else? I mean, I feel like these we've are got like... Don Dixon with oh, Popcom. Popcom. Yeah. yeah. What's Popcom? Uh, they it's a smart vending machine. It basically collects market data on the people who use it. So it, it's like a, so Big Brother's watching. Basically, you. yeah. Okay. Basically, it yeah. Can tell tell you if you're looking angry when you come up to the machine and present you with ads of like, calm down. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like oh. those sci-fi movies we watch, right? Yeah. Um, is that like where now where you can order your pizza and put your pizza number, your confirmation number into the um, Little Caesar vendor? <laughs> yeah, the vending machine and it opens. I don't you? think it's a pizza machine, but they're more of like the the higher level tech of like kind of what makes it behind the scenes. Like they have an API that they're working yep. on. And- oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, we have Site for All, which Melissa Bailey is the is the founder and inventor for that. Their product is an eye scan app where they uh, can allow, help uh, do eye exams with an iPhone. And the idea is in underdeveloped countries where you don't have an ophthalmologist's office, you could actually perform eye. On your iPhone. On your iPhone, yeah. Anybody could be an ophthalmologist then. Well, but I don't, know they, iPhone. I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they would know what to do with the data, but yeah. Uh, who else do we have? Oris Intelligence, CEO of that is uh, Pam Springer. Oris helps brands monitor their minimum advertised price and make sure they're not being undersold. So, you know, basically, there's a lot of online retail, Mm -hmm. and some of them are Amazon, and some of them are small websites that maybe you don't know about. And so there's an issue with... um, people selling products for below their what they're supposed to be sold for oh so oris monitors products for online retailers to make sure they're not why would that be um, why would that be a problem i I was just wondering i was just going to say like is that because of uh i'm sure there's a market value you're supposed to yeah so there's a minimum advertised price and Mm -hmm. that's set by the person oh the msrp yeah 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 wow you got you got a lot of women we busting have a stuff lot out of here. Women. We really, really do. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I am like I'm back to the app. Yeah, you look you look uh <laughs> back to the app. That's why we had Between need to the oats it. and the app, I don't know what to do with myself. And we threw jelly in there. Yeah, you could dip the oats in the jelly while using the app. I wonder if that jelly is gluten free. I'm not gluten free by any means. I love my carbs. Uh, I don't think that means you. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of gluten-free carbs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like my breads. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm with you. Um, all right. What else can we plug? Entrepreneurs, come to the what boot camp? Oh, so come to the Revlon website okay. and fill out the Get Started form. Get Started form. And if we can't help you, we'll connect you with someone who can. We have oh, damn, over 100 that. referral partners, um, both in the region and around the state. And uh, we take that part of our work really seriously. We try to always um, send you to someone who can give you help. Oh, well, that's so. We want to be a resource for all the entrepreneurs. Wow, in the region. All right, so this is this is the promoting of the entrepreneurs here in Columbus, Ohio, which is a huge. This is a huge techie Mm -hmm. upcoming city. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We really, you know, so Kauffman Foundation does a lot of indexes and studies and. We're, you know, up there for creating startups, growing startups, um, entrepreneurship, all of those things. We're going to have that lightning 
thing by the airport. You see they're testing that? That Hyperloop? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to go in by the Rickenbacker. I want to go to Chicago in an hour. I'm really looking forward I know. to that. I, I will, I'll take all of the anti-nausea medicine if I can just get in there and go. <laughs> Damn, girl. <laughs> Set it and forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. That's what the doggy bag is for, That's right? right. <laughs> Just go. Get me That's there. Right. All right. Anything coming up? Rev one? Any events coming up that you know of? Well, in 2019. Uh, yeah, in twenty nineteen. In twenty nineteen, we have our innovation hop, where we open up our building uh, to partners and um, funders and uh, entrepreneurs, and showcase all of our companies. That is coming up in early April. I don't know the exact date. Um, no worries. They can visit Rev1.com. Re- visit Rev1Ventures.com. Rev1 and actually Ventures. go to the events page. We we have tons and tons of startup events on that page. Um, we have a founder's lunch that's every other every other month. So you can come here, kind of the behind the scenes story of one of our one of our founders for our companies. That's every other month. That's on our event page. And Startup Week is coming up in April of this year as well. Oh so God, we are a sponsor of- and partner for Startup Week as well. We've got all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah. 2019. And we're just a few months in. Well, we're only a few days in, but that's only a few months in. So. Yeah. Well, thanks, lady, for coming on. I hope we didn't. (laughs) I mean, Larry can get out of control. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he made us focus on the topic. I know. (laughs) Well, we could have talked about shoes. Back to startups. Right. I know, right? Larry. I'm the buzzkill of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, lady. Well, you have a good rest of your day. You too. And uh, I appreciate you coming out and we can bug you, pick your brain about Rev1 and Absolutely. maybe we'll come do like a, like a walking tour of Rev1. When you start videotaping these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah. Darren wants me to start videotaping. Well, he's here for founder <laughs> stories, so you can do I it I like how... This Are is you? A- yeah, he 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 um does the Facebook live streaming for Founder Story. Well, damn, look at you go. You just don't have me, huh? You never wow. asked for it. I get I guess. And I love how it switched around to where now Dan suggests that you should video <laughs> <laughs> the story. Darren. Oh, yeah, I said Dan. Now he has a different name. It's not even Darren. Larry. He has a different name. I meant to say Larry suggested we videotape this, Darren. That means you're going to, you know, have to smile. Dan, Darren, videotape. Oh, my God. It's all the same thing. Larry's right? drunk. He's got to go to work. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, thank you, lady, and have a good rest of your day. And now that we're back on... We will be every other Monday from here on out until there's some major holiday that messes up that schedule. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We will see you next time. And feel free to drop us a line at getwitit.org.